Hola, estudiantes. Soy Senora Chandler y bienvenidos al Spanish 3 Honors Note Guide podcast. In today's episode, we will learn all of the information in Lesson 1.02. ¿Quién hizo qué? Contribuciones hispanas en los Estados Unidos. Make sure you open up the course, go to Lesson 1.02, and if you haven't done so already, print out or download the Guía de Apuntes, the note guide. Y ahora, empecemos. Let's look at the focus question at the top of the note guide. What are the past and present contributions of Hispanic figures in the United States? It's very apropos that we start with the vocabulary, so please go to page three of the lesson where you will see the pictures and the different vocabulary words. There are quite a few of them. We are going to be talking about some of the most confusing ones, and ironically, these are cognates, but knowing the difference between them in English will really help you understand them in Spanish. And this this lesson is all about vocabulary and grammar. So let's get it going. I want you to get a pen and I want you to make sure you write down the following terms that are the most challenging on your guide. I want you to write down humanitario, fundador, activista, filántropo, and then defensor. What do these words have in common? Well, they're all cognates for one. Also, all these terms have to do with people helping other people or defending other people, but they do it through different means, okay? So let's look at humanitario or humanitaria. That is a person that actually physically helps people. Do you see the word man in there? Kind of reminds you of mano, right, with their hands. So a humanitarian helps people with their hands. They don't necessarily have a lot of money, but they go somewhere and they help someone. Like an example would be Mother Teresa, who spent um, years and years in India physically helping the people that live in India. Now, uh, a philanthropo is going to be someone who is also helpful, but they help and give time and money, okay? So philanthropos are people that have a lot of money, and there are a lot of um, successful hispanohablantes that are philanthropos. So they have raised a lot of money with their talent, with their ingenuity, and then they have given back uh, with money to a cause or a community. Okay, so now let's talk about activistas. These are people who are also big helpers and they help with their hands too, but they don't help just people. They help an organization. So they stand for something within an organization. So that's an activista, okay? And there's no activisto, it's just feminine for males and females. So we have a fundador next, Fundador or a fundadora is someone who creates something. So they create an organization or a, um, a foundation. They f they're the founders. Okay, so that is someone who creates. And then, last but not least, defensor or de defensora, that's going to be someone who defends someone. So they use their words, they give their time to defend. Like, for example, Malala in the vocabulary section is a girl from Afghanistan who has decided to defend human 
women's rights. So those are all good examples of the differences between those words in Spanish. Um, I wasn't even sure about them in English. I had to really go back and look. So I wanted to be able to explain them well to you in Spanish. Before leaving page three, make sure to go through the tabs, practice the speaking and the listening portions of these exercises, and make sure you scroll down and write down the cognates and the false cognate on your chart. If we go to page five of the lesson, we are going to see Influencias en el Pasado. So you are going to see very famous Hispanics that have made a difference in our country por razones diferentes, different reasons. You're going to be really glad that we wrote down those vocabulary words because they are going to help you out when you are reading these small paragraphs about these important people. So you're going to encounter artistas como Celia Cruz y Rita Moreno, and you're also going to encounter humanitarios como Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, y Roberto Clemente. So make sure you write down information about them, use the vocabulary you used on page three to help you understand, and of course, anything you're not understanding, write it down, look it up, or contact me. Let's backtrack now to pages two and three of the lesson. Here you have information all about present influential Hispanic figures. So people that are more um, current in our society making really good contributions. So make sure to read about them and write down some information about your three favorite ones. Don't forget to put what their heritage is as well. Now, estudiantes, I want you to skip to the dialogue session of the note guide, and I want you to go back to page one. We've talked a lot about influential hispanohablantes. We've talked a lot about the vocabulary and the different ways these influential people have helped others and their communities. Now, I think you're fully prepared to read the dialogue, watch it and read it at the same time, and then take notes on all the people that are mentioned in the dialogue. It would be hard to do just listening. That's why you have that text version down there. So make sure you are taking notes. I want you to take notes in the language you feel the most comfortable in, but I challenge you to try to start taking your notes in Spanish because there are so many words that are cognates so you can figure out the context even when you write it in Spanish. So go ahead and do that. Take the notes. And then our next portion of the podcast is going to be all about la gramática. On page four, we are going to talk all about relative pronouns. What they do, what their function is, is they connect in Spanish. So they connect ideas. There's four of them. You're going to want to write them down. Lo que, que, quien, and quienes. Now, if you read the Entrevista with Ricky Martin, and if you go down and click on each little box, like the first one says lo que and que, you're going to find a detailed explanation about what they mean, okay? So I want you to make sure you write that down, see how they're used. You will notice that these Ks don't have an accent. That's because they're not question words. They are relative pronouns. They're another part of speech, so you don't have the accent, okay? Do the same thing with quien and quienes. 
Okay, see how those are used? Can and canes are always going to talk about a person, who, okay? So that's something really important to remember. Make sure you practice using these. It takes a little bit of practice to know, oh, that means that, or I have to use who here. Um, but you can do it if you go through all of these practice tabs. And last but not least, make sure you scroll down to the relative pronoun link at the very bottom where it says aprende mas. These will take practice, but you'll definitely get them. And if you're struggling, you can always give me a call. On page six, we are going to hit our major grammar concept for this lesson. We're going to talk about the past tense, imperfect and preterite. Now remember, both imperfect and preterite are the past tense in Spanish, but you use imperfect for some scenarios and you use preterite for others. Some of you guys know safe waters, right? The acronym that tells you when you use preterite safe and when you use imperfect waters. So the best way to tackle this concept is a lot, a lot of practice. One thing I will tell you from right here on this page, you can click on the chart Okay, with all the colors, you can print this out. This will help you fill out your note guide about the irregulars and imperfect and preterite. You can also do the practica, where you practice conjugating these present tense verbs into the imperfect tense with the different endings for imperfect and the different endings for preterite. Also, you can go down to Aprende Mas at the bottom and click on Preterite Tense Review. That has a lot of extra information you can print out on Preterite and then on Imperfect as well. If you go to the home page of our class, there are even more resources that will really come in handy. Scroll down to the resource page, look under the little red toolbox, click on Module 1, you're going to see the Google Doc, and you're going to see a huge amount of resources for 1.02. Look, you've got regular Preterite Play Cahoots. You've got Preterite Verb Chart. You've got Preterite Online Quizzes. You have a really good chart that explains the different words that are going to be used on the quiz that either trigger imperfect or trigger Preterite. So make sure you use these, okay? Lots of charts, lots of help in the lesson, but also on the Google Doc. On page eight of the lesson, we are talking about preterite verbs that stem change, or they have a spelling change, only in the el ella usted and ellos ellas ustedes forms. They're called sandal verbs, and there is a list of them that you're going to need to be familiar with for the quiz, but also for your writing assignment for 1.03 that's coming up next week. So make sure you look over those, print out the charts, definitely go down to Aprende Mas with stem change in the preterite. Please, please, please click on that and print it out. It's really going to help you. You'll know all of them. They have all the conjugations. And that will really help you memorize these stem changers, these sandal verbs. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spanish Three Honors Note Guide podcast. I hope this helped guide you through these notes to make you better prepared for the quiz. And please drop me a line. Let me know if these are helping you or not. Gracias, estudiantes. Adios. Hasta pronto. <music>